everybody. I'm Gary Ebersol. Richard Kipling here. And I'm Randy Schultz. Welcome to Camp Codger, a podcast for people in their golden years. Join us to hear rocking chair wisdom from three old guys. Today's show is called Movies for Seniors. Those of us in our golden years might not venture out to the movie theaters as often as we did when we were younger, but we are still a powerful force at the box office, especially when a movie strikes a chord with the older generation. So today, we're going to talk about some of the movies of the past few years that are worth the price of a movie ticket or an online rental. Before we get started, I think Richard might have a codger moment to share with us. Richard? Gary, it's not exactly a codger moment. It's more like a codger learning moment, and it's fresh from yesterday. After a week of endless rain and no exercise, it was a spectacular morning, incredibly clear and cool. It had rained most of the night, and the mountains were covered with snow. So I got excited. I went out the door jumped in my car, went down to a favorite street where I walk, and decided I was just going to walk a couple miles, come back, and then I'd have coffee, and then I'd have breakfast, and then I'd get going. Started walking, got distracted by the beauty, walked and walked and walked, and suddenly it hit me. I don't have any water with me. I don't have a snack with me. And I look at my phone, and I've now gone 2.47 miles. Well, that means I got to go 2.47 miles back to my car, and I'm utterly unprepared. So I turn around, of course. I'm walking back. That's a euphemism. I'm really hobbling back. My knees, all the joints are starting to give me problems. I finally get back to the car, and instead of going home, I go to the nearest coffee shop, which is on the way home, dive into it, grab a ham and cheese croissant and all the water I could drink and an Americano and finally make my way home. So there we are with Randy's little episode about the wallet and the keys. Got to add to that water and snack. Are you sure you forgot or did you forget that on purpose? So you could go to the coffee shop, get yourself a ham and cheese <laughs> And whatever else, probably a Danish, something with whipped cream on it. (laughs) Richard, I want to hear something interesting. That you got up there, you were started walking down the trail, and you realized you were still in your pajamas and your sweaters. (laughs) That would have been a story. That's a good casual. That's next week. Got to the store. Took a bite out of that croissant as you pulled it out of the case. Walked up to the register. And didn't no have your money. Yeah, no right. money. Oh my God. <laughs> All right, Richard. There we we'll are. accept this as a codger moment. Randy, you gonna tell us about movies? Yes, Gary. Today's show is called Movies for Seniors. That's right. We're going to the movies. Well, we're gonna take you to a virtual movie theater and talk about some of the best recent movies that we think you might want to see. Now, we all know that the motion picture business is known for making movies that are designed for a younger audience. Action movies like The Avengers and horror movies like Resident Evil were not made with senior citizens in mind. But in the last 20 years, as the nation's population has aged, 
the average age of actors starring in motion pictures has gone up. In the last decades of the 20th century, the top two or three actors in a major film were typically in their late 30s. Today's movies have lead actors in their mid to late 40s, and that number is steadily climbing to 50. Some of the recent movies we're going to talk about have leading actors in their 60s and 70s, and one current box office hit has four lead actors, all women, whose ages range from 76 to 91. So actors are getting older right along with the rest of us. But having older actors is only one factor in selecting a great movie for seniors. We'll also talk about the kinds of stories that appeal to senior moviegoers. Gentlemen, we all grew up going to the movie theater. What kinds of movies did you like when you were younger? And what kind of movies do you like now? Richard, as the senior codger, you get to go first. (laughs) By younger, I am taking that to mean when I was in college and I was an inspiring intellectual. (laughs) So I fell in love purposely, very purposely, for foreign movies. I can't forget one movie called Blow Up in 1966. Absolutely. The first nudity any of us saw in a movie. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what you remember, right? (laughs) That's all I remember. I remember a very cool, very hip London, a photographer who accidentally shoots the picture of what might be a murder in a park. The mystery of it and the foreignness of it just captivated me. And then, of course, there was Fellini and there was Bergman. And those were the three that you had to roll off your lips if you wanted to be an aspiring intellectual. Now, not so much. (laughs) (laughs) But then, a year later, 1967, came a film that just blew everybody away. The Graduate. And I can still remember and would still see it again, Dustin Hoffman and a sultry older woman, Anne Bancroft. Wow. (laughs) That was a great movie. How about you, Gary? You know, I don't know if I had any favorite movies when I was a kid or I was a real movie fan. I'll have to tell you, going to the drive-in movies was primarily a chance to make out with your <laughs> girlfriend, right? <laughs> who, who cared what movie you were watching? I was not a very discriminating soul when it came to movie quality. Hey, you're 18 years old, you got a car, you've got a girlfriend, and there's two drive-ins within like five miles. That was a date. Yeah, so Attack of the Giant Spiders didn't sound like a bad movie to go to at that <laughs> it point. It sounded huh? like an, an art house movie, just a real art house movie. Oh, the best funny. of the foreign films, Japanese Godzilla Attacks Tokyo. <laughs> See, there were foreign films, Richard, that weren't all intellectual. Now, I do have to admit, when I was in college, I decided I'm going to be an intellectual, just like Richard. I'm going to start watching art house movies. Strangely enough, as we just said earlier, Blow Up was the one that came to mind. We remember from our collective younger years some really great shows, whether they're foreign movies, whether they're The Graduate, 2001 A Space Odyssey, wonderful show. I remember when Star Wars came out and I thought it was the best action movie I had ever seen in my life. Mm. I remember when Back to the Future came out and it was a great corny American movie that involved time travel and a little bit of rock and roll. It was like, this might be the best movie ever. I loved shows like Field of Dreams that 
a little bit of fantasy mm. content, but very Americana. Unlike Richard, I really never got into the foreign films. I was always a fan of American films. So let's fast forward into the future of now, the 21st century. Let's talk about movies from the, the last couple of years. Do either of you have something that just top of mind, a movie that you've seen the last few years that would be a great movie for seniors for us to talk about and recommend? I saw a movie that I'm going to get some pushback on from some people, and that was Tar. Didn't make it into the Oscars. Hmm. I really liked the movie. I thought it was a very mature movie in the sense it took on topics that were challenging, topics that not everybody agrees on the outcome, some great acting. Uh, contemporary story. And quite frankly, I don't think younger people who are action movie oriented would be at all interested in something like Tar. It also got good Rotten Tomato score, and I'm a Rotten Tomatoes guy. So when you get 96% on, on Rotten Tomatoes, it's my kind of movie. I think most seniors would enjoy Tar. It's a serious movie, but it's a really well-made movie and great acting by Kate Blanchett. It's on my uh, list of things I want to see for sure. How about you, Richard? What have you seen lately that you'd like to recommend? Well, I have one lately and one that I just want to bring up. And the one lately is an Oscar finalist, Women Talking. I think women talking about this isolated religious community where men have drugged and raped the female members. It was wonderfully acted, very focused, women grappling with what they're going to do. It was tense. It was smart dialogue. There were consequences to their actions. I thought it was great. And then the other one, this is just an ode to L.A., and that's the movie that came out, what, three years ago, four years ago? La La Land. I just get a high watching that movie. It's just so full of exuberance and L.A., the best shots of L.A. of any movie I can remember. Yeah, that's a, that's a fun movie for any of us who have ever lived in Los Angeles. I got a different yeah. movie. I want to focus on this one for a little bit. It's in the theaters right now. It's not a serious movie. It's not Gary's kind of movie. And Richard, it's not your younger in life intellectual foreign movie. <laughs> this movie is about as American and corny as you can get. It's called 80 for Brady, but it has been doing really well at the box mm. office. This is a fun movie for oldsters that stars four women that you already know and love. The four actresses are Jane Fonda, aged 85, Lily Tomlin, who is 83, Sally Field, who is 76, and Rita Marino, who is an unbelievably looking, awesome 91-year-old woman. These mm. ladies have all had careers that have lasted for decades. They're great entertainers. They've got a certain magic about them on screen. This is just a fun movie starring a bunch of Mm. Old codgerettes. You don't see this hardly ever. For that reason alone, it's worth seeing. What's it about? This unbelievable story is based on a true story. These four women did a phone-in to a radio station contest and basically won four Super Bowl tickets because they were a bunch of four <laughs> old ladies who wanted to go see Tom Brady play in the 2017 Super Bowl. Oh. And it's just a delightful ride. I mean, these four ladies are great on screen. They've got a lot of talent. Uh, it's written well enough so that each character has something going on in their lives that motivates them to do a trip like this. And it's very inspiring in that it shows four octogenarian women 
who aren't afraid to just pick up and go on an adventure. I love Mm. the concept of that. This is like the classic movie for seniors. Randy, one other thing. When you brought up uh, Jane Fonda, I couldn't help but think of this movie, Our Souls at Night. Came out two, three years ago, Robert Redford and Jane Fonda. All about the two of them being lonely seniors living next door to one another and how they get together. Led by Jane Fonda coming to him and saying, hey, come on over. Really <laughs> sweet and, and you know what? When Jane Fonda says, come on over, guess what you do? You come on over. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, she's great. Oscar award winning yeah. actress, still working at 85 and still doing great work. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Gary, have you seen anything besides Tar that would qualify as a uh, movie for seniors? Actually, I've seen two. One of them is a little different, and it's animations. And I just love animations. I think the good Pixar animated movies are really high quality, good dialogue, good voice acting, wonderful animation. So we saw Turning Red last year. We streamed it, but it was one of the Pixar Studios uh, animations, meant for kids. But it's kind of a sweet story that I think old, old folks like us would like. I enjoyed it. It was great fun. I also saw another one with Bill Nye that was made 2020, I think. It was called Sometimes Always Never. That was weird in some respects. Bill Nye is playing Mm -hmm. Bill Nye because I think that's the role that he plays. I don't think there's any characters that he plays. He just plays himself. Anyway, that's a good movie too. It's worth spending some time Mm on. Kind of my style of movie for old folks. Well, I saw a movie just this last week that I would like to nominate as a great movie for seniors. Uh, It stars Tom Hanks, who might be the most beloved actor in America, Mm. just because nobody ever says anything bad about Tom Hanks. As a matter of fact, I heard a comedian once say, if you heard a story that started with, did you hear about Tom Hanks punching out that nun? Everybody in America would say, I wonder what the nun said to Tom Hanks. (laughs) It's like Tom wouldn't have started that. I I love Tom Hanks as an actor. He's in a movie called A Man Called Otto, which I believe is a remake, an American remake of a Norwegian movie. And he plays a crotchety old guy who's just at retirement age. One of the early scenes in the movie is he's been given a cake with his picture on it as his retirement cake. And he wants nothing to do with retiring or eating a picture of himself on a piece of cake or anything. And he is just a crotchety old man. And as the movie unfolds, you realize why. And I don't want to give too much of this away because a lot of it is really, I don't want to be the spoiler alert guy, right? Don't do that. Um, But it's a great movie. I saw it on uh, one of the streaming services. Toward the end of the movie, he gets to be a lot more likable, which is a good thing for Tom Hanks, right? Oh, yeah. But he plays the part really well, and there's a great best supporting actress sort of a role for Mariana Trevino, a Mexican actress who is well-known south of the border. And I don't know if this is maybe her big break in America, but she plays his neighbor, very friendly and doesn't take no for an answer and really helps him come out of his shell. Great little movie. I really enjoyed it. And then there's one more completely different thing that I saw because the 2020 winner for best documentary short movie is a show called The Elephant Whisperers. 
And it is about a man and a woman in rural India who take care of baby elephants who have lost their moms and they raise them to the age at which they can be returned to the forest. It is a charming movie. I saw it free on one of the services. It's 41 minutes long. It's unlike anything you're going to see this year or next year or whatever. I would highly recommend it just because it, it's real life about a culture and a, an event, really. Elephant rehabilitation, if you will. I enjoyed it a lot. I second that. I saw it too. It's a wonderful film. Here's a, here's a slightly different question. Because we've been talking about you know basically watching movies at home right. through 21st century technology. When was the last time you went to a theater and do you remember what movie you saw? I do. We went and saw the movie called Living. It has Bill Nye in it, and he's playing a Bill Nye character. But it's a really well-made movie. Poignant story, top-notch acting, a wonderful setting. And it's just about an old guy. It's a good movie. I, I enjoyed doing it, even though by the time you're done, you've popped for 60 bucks. Tickets are 15 bucks each. You want popcorn? Five to seven bucks for a bag of popcorn. If you go to the one of the theaters in town here where you can buy a beer, a draft beer, a very nice beer, it's another eight to ten bucks. You're out 60 bucks for a couple. That's really stunning. <laughs> I'm sorry, Gary. You're sounding like a cheap old man. <laughs> Gary, we went to the same theater. We had a beer each. We had popcorn, and we had a hot dog each. Oh, my God. Uh, You went big time. We went gourmet, big gourmet. (laughs) And then we went to see a gourmet movie called The Menu. It's an outrageous film. It's just outrageous about a crazy chef who caters to the wealthy with all his special meals, and he invites them to his retreat on an island for a truly, quote-unquote, special dinner. Enough said, but... We guffawed throughout the whole film, and on our way home, we couldn't stop giggling and laughing the whole way home, thinking about that movie. There were a lot of our friends who didn't giggle and laugh about that movie, thought it was way over the top and didn't work for them, but we really enjoyed it. Well, the last movie I went to in the theater was Avatar, The Way of Water, because Mm. this is the follow-up. I think it's been, uh, I don't know, 55 or 60 years since the first Avatar movie (laughs) came out. One of the longest longest anticipated part twos. A sequel movie needs to come out a little sooner than that. Anyway, it's still a great movie. I wanted to see the spectacle of it. I wanted to see it in 3D. Didn't disappoint. Mm. It's a great fantasy sort of fantasy sci-fi movie. I loved it. I thoroughly loved it. The moral of that story is there are still some movies that appeal to pretty much all age groups. And I don't think seniors should not go see those kind of shows too. You know, I don't want to get to be so old that I'm just watching 80 year old actresses. I want a little more. Well, Jane Fonda, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay guys. So is there a movie on your radar that you want to see and you just haven't gotten around to it. Gary, is there anything? Counterintuitively, since I'm not really a big movie fan and I'm not a huge fan of action movies, I have this desire to see the uh, flight scenes from Top Gun. My understanding is they're really good. They give you a sense of being in the plane. 
And that's yeah. actually what I want to see is just the outtakes. They are good. You they know, I good. saw that movie just because it was, again, one of those follow-up movies that took like decades Never. to come out. <laughs> I was quite disappointed this year by the movies. I don't think there is a, a movie that I haven't seen that I really am lusting to see. There's a movie that I saw that won quite a number of awards, or at least an award at the uh, Oscars, and that's Navalny, a documentary mm -hmm. about the Russian politician who went up against Putin. What a courageous and charismatic guy. Wow. It makes me ashamed to tell you what movie I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> We're waiting with bated breath, Randy. Well, one of the things I haven't done in the last 20 years is pay that much attention to the movies that won Oscars. And I want to start paying more attention to them. On my wish list is to, is to see more movies from the last decade or two uh, that won awards and see if I'm completely out of, out of touch or just lazy and haven't gotten to see them yet. The show that won Best Picture this last time, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. My son, Evan, tells me it's one of the best things he's ever seen. It's sort of a combination of science fiction and adventure. A lot of stuff happens. It almost sounds like the kind of show you'd experience if you were in the metaverse and something went wrong. I, I want to see a movie like that just to keep up on what's current in movies. In addition to the movies for seniors that we talked about, I also want to see movies for everybody. So I think it's time to wrap things up. We're going to turn the lights up in our virtual theater. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed our discussion about movies for seniors. And remember, you don't have to go to the theater to see a movie. You can watch it from the comfort of your lazy boy chair on Netflix, Prime <laughs> Video, Disney Plus, or, or any of the streaming entertainment portals. And if the motto of this show is anything, it's don't be afraid to see any kind of movie that tickles your fancy. Don't be afraid to watch something new. You might just find your newest favorite movie. As always, we love hearing from you. Give us your thoughts about your favorite movies for seniors. Just leave a comment about this episode at campcodger.com, and I will personally send you a limited edition Camp Codger bumper sticker. And please tell your friends about Camp Codger. Thanks for listening. Join us next week when we talk with Larry Barsh, host of the podcast specifically for seniors. We thought we were old starting Camp Codger in our 70s, but Larry has us beat cold. He began podcasting last year at the age of 85. Larry is our kind of guy, an old codger. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe to Camp Codger on your favorite podcast app or sign up on our website. As always, we would love to hear from you. Drop us an email at campcodger at gmail.com, post a comment at www.campcodger.com, or leave a voicemail at 505 216 6171